0: welcome to episode one okay the podcast about the first episode of a streaming podcast so let's talk about sabrina the yeah. chilling adventures of
1: sabrina the teenage witch what did it have the Teenage Witch effort? I thought it was just the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. No, it's it didn't. It's just the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I was being funny.
0: Strike one.
1: Yeah, funny. Um, so how long into the episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch mm-hmm. did it take you to realize that you weren't watching the chilling episodes chilling adventures of Sabrina? What do you mean? Did you not watch so I mean you just confused the two. I was made Oh, I see. I was also strike two. <laughs> Um, should we just do a quick recap?
0: Sure. Okay. So this show is about Mudblood Sabrina. Yes. Who wants to go to a wizard school. Yes. But bullies don't want her to
1: go. But like all these purebloods. Yeah. What were they called in, in Harry Potter? What was their name for them?
0: I don't... Uh, Death Eaters.
1: No. Yeah. No. No, like the, the people the people that were like full blooded was like they, they had to have like some sort of like I don't think so. Okay. okay, maybe I'm, okay. Not that
0: I know I mud mudblood was a derogatory term, so I don't think that there was necessarily a um opposite of derogatory. Oh, yeah. That? Okay. Anyway.
1: Down a rabbit hole. Yeah, so mud mudblood Sabrina is going to be a witch or is it she's not a witch yet
0: she does hardcore magic at everybody in this she
1: show. definitely has powers but if yes. she's not a witch I don't know what being a witch means
0: <laughs> right but she has to sign her name in the book of the dark lord the dark
1: lord in what they're calling her dark baptism there was a lot of dark in this show yes which happens on her 16th birthday, which also happens to fall on
0: Halloween. Halloween. And uh, the eclipse.
1: Yeah, like there's just a lot of like... There's just a lot of
0: omens. And so she's having second thoughts because for some reason they've
1: allowed her to live her first 16 life, years of her life as a muggle. Right, so in this, the fiction of this show, typically... Like, young witches or pre-witches, whatever you want to call them, are... Are they being homeschooled or something? I think... I can't remember what they said. They're being homeschooled or something to that effect. And for whatever reason, they've allowed her to go to school, have a real life, all this sort of stuff. Which makes it all the more difficult when she's... Like, the the whole mandate here is that once she's dark-baptized or whatever, she will start school at this extraordinary school for witches and wizards called Hogwarts.
0: No, it's called the Arcane School of the something...
1: Of Hogwarts.
0: Basically, it's Hogwarts. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Hogwarts. We haven't
1: seen it, but, like, I will not be surprised. I guess I would be a little surprised, but I, I was going to say that I wouldn't be surprised if Alan Rickman was there, but I'm realizing now that I'd be very, very surprised why? Her cousin's a necromancer. Yeah, so the, the story, the at least of this first episode, revolves around like her ambivalence or her uncertainty about whether she wants to... Because once she goes to the school, once she goes through her dark baptism, she will be a full-blooded witch and she's got to leave all this other crap behind, uh, supposedly. I suspect... I don't know if this was telegraphed to you, but it seemed like everybody was like trying very hard to get her to like really question this. Or at least the people that don't want her to have a dark path, baptism, are getting her like to to question this because I suspect there will be like, oh, turns out there's this third path that nobody ever discussed before.
0: Right. Um, she, as a teenager, seems like a normal teenager who likes horror movies. Mm-hmm. It's established that she really likes gory horror
1: movies. Yep, and she's kind of insufferable about it. Right. And she's, like, woke. Yeah, she's extremely woke. She's so woke that after a zombie movie marathon, or maybe it was just a zombie movie, they were going to go to some restaurant? or like Dr. Cerberus's. Okay. Yeah, they were going to go to Dr. Cerberus's to talk about that, and then she invited their teacher that they ran into to come to that.
0: Yep, very weird.
1: Yep. So already you can tell we're not talking about human being 15-year-olds, because no human being 15-year-old would invite their teacher, just like, ah, that seems like a fun time to invite my teacher to talk about horror movies. No. So that actress that plays Sabrina... Yes.
0: ...is the daughter from Mad Men. Yes. And she's not a fanning, right? What? Like, a fanning? I don't think
1: so, no. Like, she looks... Like, Dakota Fanning or Elle Fanning or whatever?
0: Yeah, she looks so much like
1: them. Like, any... Yeah, I mm, no. no, no. I don't think so.
0: Okay, what's this actress's
1: name? I don't know. <laughs> it's Jane Fanning. Jane. <laughs> well, oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Um, so she's ambivalent about becoming a witch, full-blooded or not, because she's mm-hmm. got a boyfriend that she loves very much. And I'm also friends.
0: They're always like calling her out on like is this because you're a boyfriend and she's always like, Well my boyfriend's part of it. But I'm also just rethinking the Dark Lord being able to tell me what I get to do with my body. Yeah. Because I'm a self actualized feminist. Yeah,
1: because she's woke. Yeah. Um so I'm not at all like confused about why she's questioning that. I'm confused oh, no. as to why everybody is just, like, so nonchalant, like, yeah, just write your fucking name in the devil's book, man. It's totally cool. Right.
0: Oh, well, she's got her two ants. Yep. One ant seems a little darker than the other ant. Yes. So there's the one... I don't know who plays that one, but the other one... Well, there's the one... The actress is the same actress that played um, in The Office when... The, when they remade The Office in Britain and she played the Pam in that one. Do
1: you think that um, The Office was remade in England? Yes. Okay, you're 100% correct. Continue. She plays, I haven't seen it, so I don't know wh- what you're talking about. She plays Pam in that. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Did you ever watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Like, no. I, I watched it sometimes as a teenager. I don't know why. I think because it was on TV and... What's your face? Was it Melissa Joan Hart? Wasn't that? Yeah, I mean she was like attractive and I was like some age that probably Yeah, we don't need to get into that. Anyway, No, uh, let's get into that. <laughs> no, this. like but we don't we don't need to get into that.
0: When you were hitting puberty. Mm-hmm. What celebrities did you find most attractive? My sister. Hold on, I'll give you a minute to think about that. Okay, we're back from our break. Okay. And you are going to tell us about, like, all your celebrity crushes. from. I I really
1: wasn't. From your adolescence to now. I I really wasn't. I I wasn't going to do that thing. It was Jennifer Love Hewitt. (laughs) Really? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, um... So, when I was growing up during, like, from the age of 12 to whatever, we, uh, for the first year of us, that was when we moved to uh, Ames, to Iowa, mm-hmm. and for the first year that we were in Iowa, or even longer than that, it was less than that, I don't remember, it doesn't matter, we lived with my aunt and two, three cousins, um to which were also, uh, like, of that age, uh, girls, and they were big into, like, all the, the, like... Teen magazines and all that sort of stuff, and so there was just a lot of like discussion of like who your crush was, since so, like everybody had to have a crush. Mm-hmm. Like that was your celebrity crush, and mine well, was Jennifer Love Hewitt. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a particularly interesting story, but now you know more about me. That's something. Yeah, it's, I a mean, closer it's something. To you. yeah, that's good. Yeah, somebody should.
0: Um, <laughs> mine was Julia Stiles. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um Who's your celebrity crush right
1: now? Yeah, I I don't. You don't have one? No. Me either. You definitely have one. I have really don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Kat, like I'm sure Kathy would joke that my celebrity crush is um. Shit. I'm trying to think of what his name is. The dude from.
0: Now Sam Rockwell there we go now
1: I'm learning even more about you yeah already. no it's mostly that I like just love anything that he's ever in she's like yeah he's your main crush that and like I think Edward Norton too like mm-hmm. just anything he's in I'll, I'll go see pretty much because
0: I think like so I think Lauren Graham's very very attractive She's a lead um, in Gilmore Girls. Okay, yeah. I thought that was the case. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so Shay and I have been watching Gilmore Girls, and I mentioned this to her, and she's That's a mistake me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but what are you gonna do? Live and learn. Uh, so there's that. I think like if we're talking about men's celebrity crushes, uh, I know he's dead,
1: but Paul Newman.
0: Okay. I That's think like the it's dude that
1: you'd watch any anything that he's in. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway,
1: so you were madly in love with Melissa Joan Hart. Yes, absolutely. Um so I I like I know enough about the show that it didn't ruin it for me. If anything, it made my enjoyment of this um or enjoyment of the show more obvious. So um that show had a, like, she was living with her aunts, and it was a blonde aunt and a red-headed aunt, I think, because which is what's in the show. But mm-hmm. I don't remember the red-headed aunt being, like, the meaner one or anything like that. Mm-hmm. What they did have was the familiar of that house was the cat named Salem. Mm-hmm. And he talked, like, it, it, was very, it was a voice actor that was just so over-the-top and ridiculous, like, mm-hmm. that I was fully expecting, like, this show was very, like... Going back to The *Chilling Adventures of Sabrina*, the show was like very dark in tone. Like, it had its lighthearted moments, but it was it was pretty dark in tone. I think that was the intent of the the whole thing. If you watch the trailer, you'll understand. But when Salem showed up in the show, I was still one hundred percent expecting it to be that guy. Um, and I still kind of expected it to be the really crappy puppet that they used in that show. Mm-hmm. I can picture the puppet, and I'm sure I've seen like clips of... You might even recognize the dude. I looked him up because I was thinking his voice sounded familiar. And I still am not sure why it sounds familiar, but the dude looks familiar, and I don't know what from.
0: What's his name? I
1: I know. Uh, but I fully expect like, He's got a very distinctive voice. It's He's clearly made for voice acting. Um, and I was expecting that anytime like that cat showed up. And that cat never talked. Well, no, that's not true. The cat did talk in her mind once or something, I think.
0: Uh, was it in her mind or was it like when the demon appeared and spoke to her and
1: then turned into the cat? No, it was even after that. Like that happened, but I think it was even after that that the cat spoke. It said something and she was kind of like caught off guard by it. Oh, I missed that, I guess.
0: Yeah. Oh, well. Um, then there was her cousin. Um,
1: you know that he was her cousin by the number of times that he called her cousin.
0: Yeah, Ambrose. Uh, well, that is
1: basically his function. Exposition, Ambrose is what okay. I nicknamed him. <laughs> That's as apt an apt as apt a name as you could have for that character. Yeah, Sabrina, you know your father was the headmaster of the
0: school, and you've been waiting to go there for fifteen and a half years, which
1: was so disappointing.
0: <laughs> well, I'm here. Trapped in this house under house arrest for the last 75 years, Sabrina, as you well know.
1: (laughs) That was all very disappointing when he would show up and then give some exposition, because I feel like in most other scenes that he wasn't in, the show did a pretty good job of just having things happen and not explaining them away right away, or even at all in some cases. It was just like, this is just a thing that happened, and you kind of slot it into this world and I feel he did okay, and then he would show up and then just explain fully everything that just happened in case anybody wasn't following along. Like, (laughs) that infuriates me in TV shows that treat you like you're an idiot. Oh, I wrote down uh,
0: in my notes, Ambrose Exposition, where your father was a headmaster. I've been under house arrest for 75 years. Did Did he say that? Yeah, he didn't say that. Uh, This isn't like you using witchcraft for a personal... Uh, Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the only three I wrote down. Mm-hmm. Uh, also the bullies that cursed her. Yeah. In the woods, which I don't know if you were under this impression like I was, but I don't think everything in this show is how it seems.
1: Okay, what? Do explain. <laughs>
0: so. I'm wondering if these three are actually bullies. Okay. Or if they're trying to up. stop something. Yeah. But their names were Prudence, Agatha, and Dorcas. <laughs> Dor- Dorcas? <laughs> yeah. From what I... I rewound it, and each time she said their names, she said Prudence, Agatha, Dorcas? No, don't Google it. Just I, let
1: it be that so, No, I will I will not tell you. I promise. Okay. I will not tell you what that character's name is. The Malfoy. I will let you live in a world where a character is named Dorcas. <laughs> I would not deign to take that away from you. Chilling. But she called them, after they cursed her, she called them Suck You Bitches. Yeah. That was funny. I mean, yeah, it was clever. What I found really um, ridiculous about that scene... um, Oh, God, this is the best. Hold on. Um, What I found really ridiculous about that scene is, so she's getting cursed by these three sucky bitches, Uh and her reaction to that is going to say, you're cursing me. Right. Are curses, like, (laughs) not all that serious she took it pretty seriously like she went and like started like casting a spell to like she took a shower she yeah. didn't cast a spell she took a shower no she was she was <laughs> but but she <laughs> It's like they threw a mudball ladder. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure, like, yeah. If if you were watching that from the outside, you'd think she'd have OCD because she was just repeating the same things over and over and just scrubbing herself. Uh huh. Um, but then she went home and didn't she have her the the nice aunt like basically test her and she was like, oh yeah, no, this is a more serious curse than yeah that happened. Yeah, and so she has to like drink a thing. Yeah. By the way, the the great thing that I just um laughed about mm-hmm. is that a. Satanic Temple is suing Netflix. Oh, I saw that. About this show. So that's that's a fun thing.
0: Yeah, well, the um like actual Church of, Church of Satan
1: is like much nicer than this one. Oh my god, this is amazing. What? So I put Google has like when you look up at the show, it'll give you like a little chunk where you can like look at the top stories about the show or look up episodes of the show or characters of the show. And this is very clearly the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina that I'm on right now, but when you go to characters and cast, it just gives you the cast from the old show. I was like, wait a minute, did she make a cameo? Oh, wait, this is everybody. This is everybody from that show. I don't know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh, oh, oh!
1: What? I found the name of the character, though. Is it Dorcas? It's Dorcas.
0: No. No, it can't, like, that's not, that's not a character,
1: that's not a name.
0: Hi, schmuckle. Are you so proud of your daddy? Are you so proud?
1: Did you find it? No, I'm not, I'm like, I got completely lost out of Wikipedia rabbit hole. I'm done now.
0: <laughs>
1: Abigail Cohen,
0: C-O-W-E-N, as Dorcas, D-O-R-C-A-S, a student at the Academy of Unseen Arts who is one of the weird
1: sisters. Oh fuck! This. Uh, I, so. <laughs> go on, go on. I feel like that—that that is a a microcosm of the show, which is like you—you you have two things that are like okay. I fully. Like, yep. Fucking Agatha is definitely a witch's name. And then you get to Dorcas, and <laughs> and I, Prudence is definitely like a, a witch's, or like a a, a uh, old Boston sort of name, like during the witch hunts, Salem witch hunts and everything like that. Right. Um, but then you have Dorcas, which I'm sure somebody out there is going like, to say, well, that's an old-fashioned name or something, but it's still ridiculous. Don't at us. Please at us. We need the exposure. I, I I'm not gonna actually read what you say, but like other people might and find it funny and then find her show. hmm
0: uh-huh.
1: Um yeah, I don't know. There was there was a lot about this show that I, I was I was interested in. I'm still kind of interested in the like the overarching plot. Like so at some point Sabrina wonders whether or not she should even go through with this ritual, she should become a witch mm-hmm. through some hocus pocus magic, she finds an apple that she eats that feeds her knowledge about the future. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the apocalypse is happening or something mm-hmm. if she becomes a witch or if she goes through this ritual. And that's where I think even before that they were, I feel like the nice aunt was trying to get her to say, like, oh, you don't want to go through this, but you still want your powers. Like, it, it feels like that she almost can't say anything until she's done or said something specific. So I'm writing episode nine, probably. but Yeah. Um, there's a witch hunter
0: killing witches.
1: Is there? Yeah.
0: So the kid gets stabbed and oh. they bring the kid to the mortuary and they're yep. going to use his blood and Ambrose discovers that he's a witch.
1: Yeah. I. And I don't...
0: they go, oh, a witch hunter. So uh, we have to make sure that Sabrina signs the book so yeah. that she has all the protections afforded to her from signing the books. So the witch hunter doesn't get
1: her. So I guess the reason I said, is there, isn't me. Like, I remember that, that point, All oh, right. that was just a lot, there's a lot of logical leaps that people are making. Oh, yeah, no, I agree. You know what that scene needed? It was Exposition Andy, or whatever his name and was. Like He needed to explain that situation more clearly, because I don't get why just because a witch got stabbed to death means that a witch hunter did it. Also, a witch can get stabbed to death? I mean, in this show? I, what the fuck do I know? Exposition Ambrose hasn't told me anything about That's what... I need him to explain that, like, all the, like... Man, it sure is a good thing that you did not get stabbed because that is one of the many ways that you can die. <laughs> right. Also, you can die by beheading.
0: <laughs> yeah, Regular ways people die is how a witch also dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you notice in this show how many times they described being a witch as
1: delicious? Yeah, it was kind of gross. It was gross the first time she said it, like all the delicious powers. Yeah, and then they kept saying it, which made it less gross and more weird. Yeah, the first time I was like, "That's just a gross thing that you like." I don't, you don't say anything is delicious other than food. Beyond that, it's just weird. But then everybody started saying it, and it feels like they're alluding to something, and I don't understand. Again, I need exposition, Ambrose, to explain this to me. Well, oh. that leads me to writing episode two, okay,
0: where we discover that witch's code for. Uh, chef. Okay.
1: <laughs> so, okay, and and dark baptism is this is code for uh the Great British Bake Off. Okay, <laughs> I mean and this is Italian. I wouldn't surprise me. I've watched enough of that show. It Wouldn't surprise me if that was a satanic ritual. It's all a little too nice. Like there's it's just yeah. So the dark lord is going to be Mary Berry. <laughs> no, it's definitely what's his name. Uh, is it Paul Hollywood or something stupid like that? I think it is. Is it Paul Hollywood? I'm nearly positive his name is it's 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 something Hollywood. Again, there's just a lot of Google in, in in this episode of this show, but like there's we're we're learning so many delightful things. So many delicious things. Nope, nope, that's not a thing that we're ever gonna say again. Great. British. Bake Paul off. Paul Hollywood. Yep. Is it Paul? Yeah, he's I'm, British. I'm How even, dare he? Maybe I mean, did you ever think that maybe his name is just Paul Hollywood like that his actual name is Paul Hollywood how dare he how dare his parents in that case Paul Paul Hollywood Hollywood?
0: was born yeah I mean his actual last name is Hollywood so I mean there you go now how do you feel (laughs) outraged
1: fair enough (laughs) fair enough um so back to the Great British Bake Off a Netflix original show is it no it's not it's on Netflix but it's not original
0: Oh, okay. But actual second... Wh- what do you think is going to happen in this series?
1: Well, the, there was a cliffhanger at the end of this episode where the high priest of the satanic whatever-whatever that's very clearly trying to get Sabrina to become a witch because she's definitely the catalyst for the apocalypse... Mm-hmm. Um Makes an appearance at their home because he heard that Sabrina was thinking about not becoming a witch and he's there to convince her. And also, he's very scary and wears a dark cloak and has pointy fingernails. Mm-hmm. Like Lucius Malfoy. Yes, a little like that. So, I think what's going to happen in the next episode is that he's going to take her under his wing and teach her how to be like the world's best chef. Um. <laughs> Sabrina, there are so many delicious things about sp- being a witch. For example, cinnamon. Are are you? I, I am also related to exposition Ambrose. These these are delicious things. Have you considered adding cinnamon to that dish? I feel like you thought that was going to be funnier.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I sort of lost <laughs> The point of the joke is
1: he's just really into cinnamon. (laughs) Okay. 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 So the high priest of the Satanic Temple is really into cinnamon. (laughs) We can work with this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So she's making a potion, right? Yes. And it's like a... What would a teenager girl make? A love potion? She's already in love. Um... So wouldn't it wouldn't be a love potion, maybe a homework potion. Yeah, like
1: that That <laughs> gives all the students in class more homework.
0: Yeah, okay. Yes. Thanks for guessing that one. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she makes a homework potion, mm-hmm. and she's, like, putting all, like, the toadstools and, like, the... Eye of Newt. I Newt and mushrooms and everything in it, and then the High Priest of... The satanic temple comes in and he's like, you know what this potion needs? Some, some
1: cardamom. Some
0: cinnamon. Oh, sorry,
1: I have really lost a bit already. <laughs> some
0: cinnamon. And it ruins the potion. And she... <laughs> and so she gets an F on her homework. Uh-huh. And the whole premise of the show now is that whenever she tries to do magic, <laughs> <laughs> I priest. She can't she can't do it right anymore.
1: (laughs) This is the
0: dumbest fucking show.
1: This is so dumb. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: pulls out her wand. This <laughs> isn't done yet. Continue, okay. And he just pops out of nowhere while she's thinking. just throws some cinnamon in her face mm-hmm. and then runs away. Mm-hmm. Suck a
1: tricky little leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Who also happens to be the high priest of the satanic <laughs> temple. Okay, cool. Fucking <laughs> love cinnamon, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay I don't think any of that was usable
1: <laughs> Oh my god Yep Um. Well <laughs> Hold on You're not about to end the episode Are you? <laughs> kind of feels like We've got nowhere to go from here <laughs> should follow up on something <coughs> okay sorry what was that david copperfield watch yeah oh by the way just before i because i wrote it down and i want to make sure i say it balky from perfect Strangers is in the show oh and yeah back to david, david copperfield recognized him immediately yeah i literally just wrote down balky in like all block letters yep so it's been one week since we've tweeted david copperfield okay and he's a coward and has not responded. Assum- Hulk, hold on, I haven't checked that yet. Okay, let's check. I'm checking. How do you check to see if somebody tweeted you back? Your notifications. My notifications, mm-hmm. are not in, like... Yeah, no, he's a coward. No, he hasn't tweeted me back e- either.
0: But, David Copperfield found out that Napoleon hid his jewels in the Statue of Liberty. Nope,
1: nope. Not his jewels. His cinnamon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's just ridiculous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, So, yeah, he found it. So, just to remind you, if you maybe skip that episode because you don't like talking about or hearing us talk about David Copperfield, buckle up. So, David Copperfield, uh, when he made the Statue of Liberty disappear, actually swapped it for a replica. That's why nobody's allowed inside of it, not because of nine eleven, 11 like people would have you believe. Um, and I didn't make a joke about it. It's fine. Okay. I just... I mean, I didn't... I didn't... Okay. I didn't it, it's not because of nine eleven. Okay. All right. Um, and it's because he found out that there were jewels in the Statue of Liberty, and he... Napoleon's jewels. Yeah. And he needed time to... To really search it.
0: Because nobody had found him yet. Yeah.
1: Um, and we think that maybe this ties into why his warehouse was raided back in 2006. Right. Because nobody will say why his warehouse was raided back in 2006. But he's still outperforming, so clearly he didn't.
0: Yeah. Where's the real Statue of Liberty, you coward? Okay. I'm just going to Google David Copperfield and see what's in the news. Also, um, David Copperfield, the book, about stealing...
1: I mean he was it was right in front of our face all along.
0: Yep. Las is David Copperfield This is two hours ago, Las Vegas review journal. Las Vegas' David Copperfield tops list of richest magicians. What happened? Did he find the jewels?
1: This was just two years ago. Or not two hour. years, two hours ago, sorry, that's what I meant. Hold on, this is a little fucked up. I'm looking... Are you also looking at what happened back in April with David Copperfield? Um. He was forced to reveal an illusion under oath, and I need to know why. What was the illusion? The fucking... Making a a statue disappear? That's what I'm wondering. After being hit with a multi-million dollar lawsuit from a former audience member, Judge forces David Copperfield to reveal his magic trick. His famous Lucky 13 magic trick. It's it's famous. You know his Lucky 13 magic trick, Mm -hmm. right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, when a judge ordered him to explain one of his most famous tricks following a lawsuit from an injured participant, <laughs> the tourist is suing illusionist for negligence after he claimed he was injured after taking part in Copperfield's trick. He has he says he has suffered chronic pain and a brain injury following a fall that dislocated his shoulder. He said in the suit he has spent more than four hundred thousand dollars on medical bills. Um, Thirteen on making them disappear on stage, only for them to reappear at the back of the room. There's something more to this. Do you want to know how he does the trick? Yeah. So he makes 13 audience members disappear on stage, and they go to the back of the room, right? Mm-hmm. He, he takes them in a secret passageway underneath the, the fucking floor. Three, what? Three. Like, that's not even clever. That's just, like, congratulations, you've modified a theater so that you can, like... Pedal your bullshit sleight-of-hand magic, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course that's what he does.
1: He's a fraud.
0: He's a fraud and a coward.
1: Who is probably too afraid to come on the show and explain why he sold the Statue of Liberty. Right. Alright. Gauntlet,
0: gauntlet, dropped. Tune in next week when we talk to David Copperfield
1: about stealing the Statue of Liberty. Keep keep in mind that this podcast, you can be listening to this in any order. So we're technically not lying when we say that. (laughs) Right. It could be next week. It could be.